0: Hi there, and welcome to Baseball by Design. We're going to talk today about one of my absolute favorite brands in in AAA, one of the the early brands that I kind of fell in love with as I started writing about minor league baseball. Uh, My name is Paul Caputo. I am happy to be joined by Emily Jansen, who is the general manager of the Reno Aces. Emily, thank you so much for being here.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Paul.
0: I'll, I just I want to touch on first of all your your background with the team. This is your second stint with the team. You worked for the Aces in 2013, and I want to bring that up because in 2013 I was in Reno for a, a conference for work, and I and I was writing back then what was just this goofy blog that nobody was ever going to find, but I tried to get to baseball stadiums when I could when I was traveling. It was November. I called the team. And the media relations manager, whose name I cannot remember, and I feel really terrible about that, but the media relations manager at the time, she said, yeah, come on by. She's, she says, we'd love to have you. And she took uh, my friend and me, just because I was an author for, a, a, again, a goofy blog with zero readership. And she spent an hour with us, took us all over the stadium, showed us around, took us into the, the clubhouse. I have a picture of myself. In my work clothes, because this was I ducked out over lunch during uh, during the conference, in the the Aces clubhouse, like standing on the logo, and so it was a total thrill for me, early on in my in my writing career, uh, about minor league baseball logos. And there you were at the at the same time, you were leading corporate sponsorship from 2013 to 2016. So little did I know that you know, God, eight years later we'd be talking. Uh, as fellow podcast hosts. So before we get started talking about the aces, could you tell me about uh, the podcast that you host?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, first, that media relations manager, I believe was Shannon Siders.
0: It absolutely was. Thank (laughs) you for remembering that. I've been like combing through (laughs) old emails, trying to find that name. Shannon Siders was so kind and so generous with her time. Where is Shannon now? Do you know?
1: Shout out to Shannon. She is in Louisville now, and she's working in tech.
0: Oh, very cool. I know. uh, Interesting
1: the way our careers ebb and flow and expand, and it's um, it's fun to keep up with everybody that's made their way through Reno or uh, that I've met along my
0: career journey. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I'm so so pleased that you were able to pull that name uh, from your first stint with the team again, which was in corporate sales. And then uh, you were, you were called back to the team in 2018 as at the time, the only female general manager in AAA. And as we were discussing uh, before we started recording, there are now four female general managers in AAA, which is great news, uh, great progress for, for the game that we love. And you host a podcast that is relevant to that topic. So yeah, I wanted to ask you about the the podcast that you host.
1: Yeah, um, I post a podcast called Leadership is Female. And uh, the podcast has been underway for almost a year and a half now. I think we're about a year and, and four months in. And the whole purpose of the podcast is that there's this quote by Marian Wright Edelman. She said, you can't be what you can't see. And that had been my experience as GM of the Aces. I was at baseball winter meetings in 2018 in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I got the chance to take the stage with some other female leaders in baseball and talk about my career journey, and after I left the stage, I got a line in front of me, as most speakers would, and the line consistently, each woman who came up to me said, I didn't know I could have this job until I saw you, and that's when it really hit home that it was, you know, I, I used to say, oh, it's a an honor and a privilege. And yes, there's responsibility. But I didn't know what that responsibility meant to me or to the industry. And that's when I found my voice. And I didn't want it to be about me. I didn't want to tell my story over and over again. There are women in this industry that are crushing it, baseball um, or any other sport. And I wanted to highlight their story so that we could lead the next woman forward and I will say you know for the for the guys for the allies out there this podcast is also and can also be for you too there's a ton that you can learn because each guest reveals the tips uh the tipping points the hurdles that she overcame in order to uh take the seat at the top that she's got today so it's it's pretty pretty cool been a lot of fun
0: well, that's fantastic, and and I'm gonna absolutely hit subscribe. I was scrolling through the episodes here. I saw that that you've you know it's not just in baseball; it's throughout uh, sports. Um, it is the most recent episode uh, at the time of this recording is someone who I just spoke to from the Portland Sea Dogs, Emma Tiedemann, who is their uh, play-by-play broadcaster. So. Thank you for sharing that i'm very glad to have discovered that by talking with you and and i will absolutely subscribe and uh listen to leadership is female so thank you thank you for that but we are here to talk about the reno aces the 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 series that i write on sportslogos.net is called the story behind the nickname the aces are one of the first teams that i that i featured there and it was really interesting to me to discover or to learn about why the Aces had this more sort of serious, refined, grown-up logo rather than you know the the trend that we see towards um, you know the the cartoony kid-friendly logos. So, if you wouldn't mind taking me through you know in in 2009, obviously before your time with the team, but I'm um, I'm sure you're familiar with the background. Can you take me through the the sort of thinking behind? having a more serious, less kid-friendly logo for a team in Reno?
1: Yeah, so this is going to be my interpretation of the story through <laughs> the game of telephone and hearsay um, over my six-plus years with the Reno Aces. So we, as you know, Reno, depending on where you're from and what lens you're looking through, can look a lot of different ways. It can be you know, little Vegas, it can be Reno 911. It can be, um, this, this reflection of, of the old, um, and you know, I'm not really sure about the mindset that everybody was in, um, in 2008, 2009, when they came up with the ACEs and why it was so serious in the first place. But the reason why it's stuck in that sort of more serious tone is we're just not a silly, Bunch Like putting on a silly face or, or logo would I think be inorganic to the team that we've been and the team that we have consistently been for so many years. And the aces came from a nod to the gaming industry in Reno, mm-hmm. we didn't want to focus on gambling, but we wanted to pay attention and the ace has a lot of different meanings. It could be, you know, you could be the ace in the hole. You could be the ace, meaning you're the best on, on the team. Um, you could just be referring to that, that deck of cards. It could be a lot of different things. And I think we liked the flexibility of the aces. And the probably the neatest part about the logo, if you notice, is there's a diamond in the A. And that diamond in the A has a few different meanings. Um, diamond as in the baseball diamond and diamond as in our affiliate, our OG affiliate still our affiliate today. And now for the next nine years, the Arizona Diamondbacks. So I thought that was a really cool, uh, really cool nod to, to the game and to our amazing affiliate.
0: Certainly that diamond there. Yeah. It, it represents a, you know, a diamond that you might see on a playing card. And then as you say that, that wink and a nod to the parent club, which is you know, one of the advantages of these new 10-year collective uh, bargaining agreements or or player development contracts is, you know, that you can commit a little bit to uh, a parent club and, you know, knowing that you've been the Diamondbacks uh, farm team uh, affiliate since 2009, since your inception, it's hard to envision the Aces as being anything else other than a Diamondbacks uh, farm club. So I love, I love that little detail that it's, you know, that Diamond really has a, a triple entendre as you, as it were, cause it's got, you've got yep. the parent club, the baseball diamond, and then the diamond from a, a, a deck of cards and the a well. So let's talk about the a here for a second, because it's, you know, there are a lot of a logos out there. And I feel like every time you see an a logo, people say, Oh, that looks like, and then they name some other team. This a is pretty distinctive and very much has a, a playing card sort of feeling about it.
1: It does, but I'll say that anytime I wear the hat traveling, people ask me about the Braves. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, you know that's that is a, a bit of confusion, but yeah, it is it is more similar to uh, the playing card or the deck deck of cards. A, mm-hmm. and I think something interesting about our logo set as well is that we don't have an R as part of our official branding. We've played hmm. with what we've called the R spade over time, which was an additional logo um, that we had had worked with, but we hadn't had a standalone R like most, most teams have the first letter of the city in which they sure. decide. pretty traditional baseball thing. So um, don't want to leak anything on the, uh, the podcast here, but stay tuned in the spring because we're doing a I don't know, I, I, how did I introduce it to you, Paul, earlier, like a refresh? Um, I like um, it. A much ado about nothing for those who are not design geeks um, <laughs> and marketing hacks like like myself or like Paul. Um, but it's it's a nice refresh of, of what we're doing. And we've also consistently been launching logos since my time as GM. We started mm-hmm. with Los Corazones when we participated um, and continue to participate in um, the Hispanic Heritage Celebration that is Copa de la División. Um, last year, well, actually in twenty for the twenty twenty season, we had launched the BLC for the Biggest Little City. Right. Um, that that launch um, had its day, and then we had our shutdown from COVID, and then we had our relaunch in the twenty twenty one season which was a lot of fun to create that that additional logo as, as part of our logo set and actually add um, an on-field cap, which is something we hadn't done for a while. So it's exciting that in 2022, we'll have some new designs in this logo refresh, not a new name, you know, nothing too crazy, but, uh, but updating our, our current logo sets. And potentially you might see something new because we like to keep it fresh.
0: This is this is almost too much of a tease here. This is, uh, you know, I will, uh, you know, as as we talked about, you know, I will look forward to covering that for for sports logos. You know, I love writing about these these logos. You say much ado about nothing. I think that the 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 sort of logo and branding geek that you describe, I think that that audience is getting bigger and bigger. I mean, the existence of this podcast is, you know, says something about that. I think social media has a lot to do with that. I think the fact that, you know, we're exposed to so much visual stuff now. Baseball is just such a visual game. You know, it's the, the branding in baseball is so important. You, you mentioned the, the BLC logo. And I think, um, I think most people are probably familiar with the expression biggest little city. But can you talk about uh, two things with, with Reno, the biggest little city expression and, and your BLC logo, And then I'm gonna ask you also about Archie, your mascot, who was named for the Reno Arch.
1: Yeah, well, those things are tied together. The original arch in Reno, and I should have the year memorized, but I do not. Um, Sometime after 1868, because that was the year that Reno was founded as its own city, there was an arch built over the main drag of Virginia Street, the original Virginia Street. And on that arch, we proclaimed Reno as the biggest little city in the world. And that moniker still rings true today because honestly, I I use it and not even tongue in cheek, but I'll use it pretty regularly to describe the business climate that we have here in Reno and the people that are a part of this city. I do believe that we are the biggest little city. We've got big industry, we've got big things to do. We have a lot going on, but we still have this small city vibe, small city access where you can be a part of something that you might consider larger that you could only get in, in a you know Chicago, LA, New York, but it could be right here in Reno. And right here in Reno, we have incredible access to the outdoors the mountains, hiking trails, the ski, the golf. I mean, this is an outdoor playground like no other. And we just, we love to really lean into that moniker of the biggest little city. And so we wanted to memorialize that in a hat. And that design, the three letters, BLC, are modeled after the original sign. It's sort of that take on the neon look without the neon color. And then we also t- um, picked the star, that is on top of that arch and placed that um, just above the L on our red hat. And choosing red was intentional. This city I feel has also evolved a bit because we've welcomed so many new businesses. We've welcomed so many people who are not from Reno. I, I appreciate our generational Nevadans more than I can describe, but we've opened our arms to People from all over the world to come and live and and be a part of growing our community. And red from before, I I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. That's that's our that's UNLV. That's the that's the rebels down south. And that's the arrival of our wolf pack here in Reno, University of Nevada Reno. So we strayed away from red, but red was part of the original ACEs logo. Our logo is navy, red, um, white. We have that hint of silver as the silver state. And so we decided that as Reno has grown, like we're more than a color, more than one color, and this hat can be red. And it's been really fun to watch our fans buy that hat, wear that hat, and see our players in that hat on the field and really stand out. Um, against what was always this very serious Navy backdrop.
0: Sure. Well, I mean, all the little design details that you mentioned in that BLC hat are are so much fun. And it's why I love doing this podcast, right? Like, I mean, if you put the, the hat side by side with a photo of, of the arch with that Reno lettering, that neon, and again, this, isn't, this is an audio medium. So I just have to ask people to go, you know, go Google this, you know, and I'll put it on my Twitter for sure. But the the lettering is perfect and really evokes that that re, that, that neon that's on that arch uh, that welcomes you in. And I've, like I said, I've been to Reno a couple of times. Uh, I've never been to an Aces game just because I've never been there at the right time of year. But I really desperately want to get to a game. But I have I have seen the the ballpark courtesy of Shannon Siders, as I as we now know.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and uh, shout out to Blake O'Brien, our graphic designer, who created. Uh, the artwork for that blc hat and then you know we work really closely with new era and I think new era as you talked about earlier Paul there are a lot more of us that are these these sort of geeks about logos and hats and um, get excited about these things and I think a lot of that is because of the work that new era has done um, over so many years to really highlight those designs on on really great headwear.
0: Yeah. Well, and thank you for, for recognizing your in-house designer because, you know, my background's in graphic design and I think it's easy to be sort of nameless as a graphic designer, especially if you're not from one of the big firms. And so, you know, so often we, you know, we'll just say, oh, this was produced in-house. And so to put Blake's name with, with this terrific logo that you have on that red hat is, uh, I appreciate you doing that. Of course. He's
1: well-deserved by him.
0: (laughs) Um, Emily, I do have I do have some some unpleasantness that I need to to broach with you here. I collect uh, the the little plastic ice cream helmets mm-hmm. that they you know that they serve at baseball stadiums um, with the team logos on them. I have about three hundred fifty of them. You can't see you know, it's too far behind me here, but uh, I do have a a shelf there with with all of my my collection of helmets. I do not have an ACEs ice cream helmet. And I'm not certain that they exist. Do you all sell ice cream helmets with ACEs logos?
1: We do, I'll have to send you one, Paul. In oh. fact, we have three sizes. What? Yeah. We have the ice cream helmet size. We have a medium-sized helmet for a, um, a a treat that we, well, I don't know, it's more savory. They're called elote fries. Oh so yeah. Yeah, so we, we serve those in the medium-sized helmet. And then we have a large helmet that actually would fit on your head yeah. that we sell. Um, our helmet
0: nachos. All right. So, well, I feel I feel way better. It's, it's like, like
1: those nesting dolls. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not I'm not gonna ask you to to send me anything for free. That, that's not why I brought it up. I was just afraid maybe the Aces didn't actually have. The, the branded ice cream helmets. So I'm very relieved. Thank you for, for putting my mind at ease on, on that one. And I will have to, I will have to find a way you don't sell them through the team store. Could I get one through just through the team store?
1: We don't. You'd have gotta, to be at a game to I collect gotta. or, you know, know somebody.
0: All the more reason to show up and have some ice cream at a baseball <laughs> game. <then. laughs>
1: there
0: you go. We mentioned uh, Archie as well. I will, the reason I bring up Archie is because when I wrote the original article about the team, geez, back in, I don't know, it was 2014, 2015, one of the explanations that I understood at that time for the more sort of serious logo and branding is the fact that you really have a much more grown-up population in Reno, that there are, you know, if you compare the the number of children attending games in Reno compared to other AAA markets, that it's actually a higher percentage of of grown-ups. But you do have this uh, very kid-friendly uh, mascot who is Archie, who is named for, for the Arch. Uh, is there anything else we need to know about Archie as the mascot, except for that he's a big red guy named for the Arch?
1: Yeah, he is a, some version of a Yeti that came from the Sierras, which are the mountains that surround Reno, and he wandered down to the ballpark. To uh, find friends, so that is the origin of Archie, and he is beloved <laughs> by children and adults alike. And it's it is remarkable. I, I've been with Archie a couple of times to some different schools for you know readings or assemblies, and everyone knows his name. He walks in the school, and the children just start screaming, "Archie." And it's it's pretty fun to see how, um, as a mascot, he's really taken hold uh, here in Reno. And he's had a couple of different iterations of, of the costume. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: most recently he's slimmed down just a little bit. He still is, is nice and rotund and, and friendly, um, but slimmed down a little bit because he's been so much more active in, in making his way around the ballpark, up and down the stairs, um, giving hugs, high fives, dancing, that he needed to be a little, he needed to lose a teeny bit of weight <laughs> to um, to be as active as he is.
0: That's funny. I like that very much. In regards to your logo set that we were talking about, because we talked about the diamond in the A, and that same A is part of the the Aces script uh, that I'm wearing right now on my t-shirt that I got on my visit with Shannon. the The secondary logo, though, has a much more specific shout out to playing cards and the gambling industry. And, you know, of course you can use playing cards for things that are not gambling. Right. But it's, you know, I I think it's pretty clear that the anything related to playing cards in the, uh, in in your brand is probably specific to, to the gambling industry, but the secondary logo that was introduced in that original set in 2009 has a, a baseball, a literal baseball diamond, uh, with the bases on it. And it's got crossed bats And then it has a big spade, like you would see on a playing card with a, with a very different letter A in it It's a second letter A that is different from the, the cap logo A. Is that a logo that gets a a lot of use for you guys? Do you see that often at the ballpark? Does the team wear it often?
1: So that logo has made its way out of our official set, but we use it and sell it in the team store. So uh, probably the best representation, we do have a lapel pin, and I think that's a very classic baseball item. And so we typically have that available every year on on a lapel pin, and then you'll see that crossed bat logo show up on on T-shirts and and potentially on hats um, as we sort of sort through the different iterations of logos we've had um, throughout the years. With that spade, we use that spade a couple of different ways. We use that spade in the logo I mentioned earlier, the R mm-hmm. spade is what we call that. It. it was an R for Reno on top of the spade. And yeah, at the time we definitely reflected on the, the playing card set.
0: Yeah. Well, so you have obviously the diamond that gets a lot of use. You've got the spade and that secondary logo. Your Copa uh, a brand that you referenced earlier, Los Corazones, is that is that right, Los Corazones? Yep,
1: yep. Los Corazones.
0: Okay, okay. my I, I recognize that my Spanish pronunciation is not good, and I apologize for it. I'm trying, I'm trying to get better, but obviously that is Spanish for the hearts, which is yet another suit in playing cards. Um, so oddly, your baseball club has used everything except for clubs uh, in the in the suits. But obviously, you know there's a lot more going on in that Copa brand that you have Los Corazones. You have the the chili peppers. Let's see the Milagro. on your website now. The Milagro heart at the center symbolizes love, while Milagro means miracle and can bring good luck to its wearer. Um, and then you have the the chili peppers uh, represented in there. So uh, it's a it's a terrific fun logo. I love the the Copa brands you know just throughout minor league baseball. it's a terif- terrific program. Uh, just to be clear, it was intentional to use a heart because it's another playing card suit yes.
1: Yes, it was. Okay. Um, but we love multiple meetings. The other mm-hmm. thing about Reno is and this came from this this logo was sort of a, a collaboration and a summary of all the conversations we had about celebrating Hispanic heritage in our city and what that would mean the chili peppers were uh, for food. Um, That's obviously a a big theme in the um, Hispanic culture is, is food and not only just eating the food, but the love around the food. So that's another nod to the heart, food, family, love, celebration. The city of Reno, we've got a lot of wedding chapels. And that has, is something that's been is a part of our city for years and years, a huge history in Reno is, is the wedding chapel. So that is another meeting of the heart. And that third meeting is absolutely the, uh, the playing
0: card suit. You guys are really good at these multiple meetings. I, I like that a lot. And it's why I love doing this podcast is I love learning all of those those layers of meaning that exist. You know, Reno does such a good, good job with that. This this rebrand, this refresh that Blake is working on will be the first update, uh, apart from you know the alternate logos that you've introduced. But this will be the first overall update to the Aces brand since the team was introduced, you know, 13 seasons ago. Uh, so that's a you know again, you said much ado about nothing, but that feels like a big deal. Um, it is,
1: it is, and I don't mean much ado about nothing in a negative way. I mean that for. I'm thinking of some specific season ticket holders that would say, you you know, you had this big launch and everything <laughs> looks the same, and it's like, no, nope, it doesn't. You know, take a closer look. This is really, um, it is a big deal. It is
0: a big deal. Well, and I feel like you do a good job of of educating fans about that and and making sure that they're they're aware. So I don't mean to to harp on you saying much ado about nothing. I think it was <laughs> yeah. sort of a a uh, a little bit of a jab at, at us logo nerds, uh, but like I said, there's... which
1: I belong to that group, which is why I'm pumped to be on, on your show
0: today. I think that your, your logo nerddom is really shining through actually. Like it's, uh... <laughs> good, good. Uh, And I, you know, I appreciate that someone in a general manager position is a, is a logo nerd, because I think that's such an important part of, of minor league baseball. I mean, this making these brands meaningful and Accessible, right? Like I think it's such an important part, and I think that's true of minor league baseball more than any other sport, you know, because it is so hyper local. Even though, you know, I know there's a movement for teams trying to market themselves outside of their immediate market, but if they're not doing something that's meaningful to the local community, then, then what are they? You know, they're they're really doing nothing. They're just creating a generic brand and trying to sell merchandise. So. Uh, one of the one of the reasons that that Reno's brand is is has long been one of my favorites is because it is so hyper local and that there are these layers of meaning, and I love that you continued that with the Copa brand, uh, and I can't wait to see what Blake is coming up with for uh, uh you know for this this refresh that we're gonna see. Well, Emily, thank you so much. I really have enjoyed this conversation. It's it's again so much fun to talk minor league branding with a fellow baseball nerd. um, And, you know, I appreciate everything you guys are doing out there. You know, I've always appreciated the aces uh, on Twitter because they were the one of the first teams to follow me back.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. The T our social media team does such a great job. And I love seeing the personality come to life on, on Twitter. They're, they're very tasteful and witty. And I um, want to give them one more shout out. We're just coming off of winter meetings and our team took home a, a golden bobblehead for our specialty Jersey night. Uh, Remo Sriracha, if you Google Remo Sriracha, the very excited tourist visited Reno a couple of years ago. Um, hilarious funnier die video that he had created about our city. And we took that and ran with it. And as we're talking about design, we took a lot of the elements that he discussed in the video, put them on a Remo Sriracha designed jersey, and we wore that in a game this past season and auctioned it off for charity. And uh, our team took home a golden bobblehead in recognition of the work and creativity around that design and, uh, and that video.
0: Well, congratulations to you and your team on that. And what a great name for an award, the golden bobblehead. Uh, yes, that I is baseball
1: at its finest, right there.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that is that is very cool. Where can uh, where can folks find you uh, online, social media, that sort of thing?
1: Yeah. So if you want to follow the Reno Aces, um, we're at Reno Aces on Instagram um, at Aces on Twitter. You can of course find us uh, Reno Aces Baseball Club on LinkedIn and on Facebook. Um, myself, I'm Emily Jansen. I'm at Emily Jansen on Instagram. Um, If you're interested in my podcast, it's at leadership is female on Instagram, or just Google leadership is female. and It'll come up on any of your podcast mediums, Spotify, iTunes, uh, whatever you're looking for.
0: I can't wait to get to Reno and enjoy in order this, this elote fries, which sounds amazing. They have elote tots in the sort of medium-sized helmet at the Colorado Rockies. And so I get that whenever I go down there, just, just down the road. So so like a third inning elote tots, a sixth inning ice cream helmet, and then maybe just like one of the nacho things to go just so that I have it, you know, just the, that, that large size helmet. Harder to display on a shelf, but definitely worth having for sure. So um, Emily, thank you so much for all the great work that, that you're doing. Uh, and, and thank you for taking the time to, to talk to me for Baseball by Design. And I look forward to following your podcast and the aces and your award-winning social media team.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much,
0: Paul. All right, everyone. Welcome back. I am happy to have back my esteemed podcaster colleague, Ed Rivera of the Dad Hat Chronicles. If you don't listen to his podcast, you should listen to his podcast. The Dad Hat Chronicles is an inspiration i listen to it as soon as it drops every single week uh in part because ed and i share an affinity for the same style of hat and also through that ed has cultivated an appreciation and knowledge of minor league baseball logos and so this is going to be a recurring thing here on the podcast as long as ed will answer the phone when i call uh we'll see how long that lasts but that'll ed, be well- a yes. <laughs> ed welcome back i'm glad to see you again
2: absolutely it's got good to be back my friend
0: Oh man, we have, I can't, I'm so excited for our plans, by the way, we referenced this last time you were on, but you're coming out to Colorado with your, with your wife and your daughter who, uh, who likes to time her crying at bedtime for when you record podcasts. (laughs) It never fails, never fails. Uh, but you guys are coming to visit in September and we're going to go see the brand new Northern Colorado owls relocated from, uh, from, uh, from Orem, Utah. Uh, keeping the Z on the end of their name, which, you know, I could t- I could sort of take or leave. But yeah, then right. right down the road from me is for, is Denver, where, of course, we have the Colorado Rockies. And then just down the road from that is uh, Colorado Springs, where the Rocky Mountain Vibes play. So we're going to do a three games in three days in September. It's the only weekend in the entire baseball season. I couldn't believe this when I researched it. The only weekend in the entire baseball season when all three of those teams have home games it's insane so watch it be like a like a like a september blizzard or something right like watching <laughs> right
2: <laughs> we'll believe to me, Colorado. my wife might not join us at the cold games but i will be there hat gloves and everything but i will awesome. be at the game if they still play
0: <laughs> i'll tell you what it's going to be warm in colorado in september it you know it doesn't uh i mean it does weird things in colorado but it's september <laughs> september's fine so
2: there you go love uh,
0: it I didn't ask this last time you were on and I know you get this question all the time. How many hats do you have?
2: Um, right now, I, I, I have about a hundred and uh, I want to say 97. Okay. Um, Three away from 200. Uh, yeah. Goal is to get obviously one hat for every year. And then after that, like, keep going. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, 197 as of right now. That hats okay. only, just that hats.
0: Uh, I, I, I have other hats, Sure. but that
2: hats is 197.
0: 197 well you've got literally about four times more than i do i mean i have like 40 in ch- change so it's, <laughs> i don't i don't have any hope of ever catching you on the dad hats uh ed are you a uh are, do you do you play the games do you play the the you know the games in reno or vegas or do, do you have a, a
2: so i uh me and my wife we've been to vegas um once Uh, It was for her job. So I I was in the middle of school. So I was doing homework during the day while she was in (laughs) a conference. And then at night we went, I played a couple of, you know, uh, machines, you know, I just, you know, did it just so just to say that I did it.
0: Yep. Uh, Yep.
2: But I kind of like, you know, not losing money.
0: Yeah. 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 Although I've been losing money with hats, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You're not losing money. You're gaining hats. I'm gaining experiences. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No question. Right. I mean, what do you have money for if not for that then? So that's right. uh, All right. Well, let's talk about the Reno aces here. You know, first of all, I just want to get your, like I said, as a, as a hat collector and and a Mm -hmm. student of minor league branding, you you're developing a sharp eye for for logos and and you know what works and what doesn't so what's your what's your sense for this Reno Aces logo
2: you know a lot of uh, you you have a lot of hats out there that are like you know very complex they have a lot of details and all that and then you have teams like the Reno Aces who just all they did was put an A and the diamond on the A and and it works yeah right simplicity a lot you know you know a lot of people are like oh you got to put more no 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 let's keep it simple and it works i love their their logo i think it's simple and yet it stands out among all of the other logos out there
0: yeah i you know i agree with that and their their explanation for why they have a sort of simpler brand and a more sort of grown-up brand is because they play in a sort of grown-up market, right? Like there's just not a lot of kids in Reno necessarily. And so, you know, they don't need a teddy bear for a logo, right? Like they don't, in the article I wrote for sportslogos.net, they they told me they were like, we don't have an Ewok for our logo because we don't need Ewoks. (laughs) That makes (laughs) sense. You're not going to see it. So yeah, so they've got like these, you know, this cool like sort of playing card motif, right? With like, like you say, the diamond and they've got Mm -hmm. a version with a spade in it. And so- so do you have one in your collection that you like?
2: Not yet, actually. Oh, they are, right. they are, they've are, they been added to the wheel of uh, that hat.
0: <laughs> Very nice. Um,
2: but they have, I don't have one yet. It took a while um, for the simple fact that, like, I, uh, I was trying to get uh, a, a, you know, I al- you know how I do, right? I always go on the websites. I spend a lot of time on minorleaguebaseball.com and things like that. Um, so I, I always got to make sure that they have something updated. Um, I tend to sometimes wait a little bit too much on like if they have a 47 brand, Um, but if they have a 920, then I'll go ahead and and add them. So I got to make sure that before I put them on the wheel that they actually have something because it kind of, you know, I don't want to put, you know, have an egg on my face when I say, hey, we got the Reno Aces (laughs) and you don't have a hat, right? So
0: the wheel of hats is one of my favorite things. And if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Ed's wheel of hats, it's this spectacular thing that Ed and usually your daughter is with you Yep. and you spin the wheel of hats. Um, just leave it up to fate
2: fate will decide which fate. head i get
0: absolutely and it's it's so much fun and i watch it i'm always a little bit like oh come on like as i sometimes have ones that i'm rooting for so yeah so given that you don't have an aces cap in the collection right now you're on their website now what's what what are the options and which one do you like
2: well, they have, uh, I'm going to give you two options. I'm going to give you one for, for men and one for women. Okay. Uh, for Let's start with the women, which they have their, um, it is their uh, 47A logo cleanup hat. Okay. Uh, um, this one, again, it goes with the A, right? And it's simple. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you keep it as simple as possible. And, and that's, and you go from there. Uh, one thing that I don't see here is, I, I, I don't know if you know this, but I am a huge fan of the tag on the back of the hat. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that.
0: No, that's, yeah, that's interesting.
2: I, I'm a fan of that. And the only reason I, I like it is because a lot of the times when I do buy a hat is they have a their secondary logo or, yeah. a, you know, a third logo, the alternate logo. And on the tag, they always have the primary logo.
0: Right. Right.
2: So I, I'm a fan right. of that right. uh, for women. It's there's that one. And then for men, it's on the 920. Um, it's all black with the with the a as well. Uh, they're yeah. simple. And by the way, guys. This one is on sale right now. So make sure you guys <laughs> go on the website. It is 20 bucks
0: right now. So awesome. We go that's back some,
2: to what we were saying, right? It's cheap.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, way less expensive to get the dad hat. And, uh, you know, and that's some next level analysis right there with the tag on the back. I mean, that's really that's really worth worth thinking about. I'll tell you which one i like and i don't have an aces hat i have an aces t-shirt and i regret mm. that i don't have an aces hat i would have to avoid anything that made it accidentally look like uh i was a braves fan because i'm very not <laughs> right very i get it. yeah i get it you're right you're right as a phillies fan i would get that yeah very much so very much so but i like this one with the blc on it uh that oh, Emily yeah. and I were talking about where they they've got the type that sort of reflects the the reno arch and the the sort of neon lights that say biggest little city in america and so i think that that is very very cool right there so I
2: that's a that's a nice one i'm waiting for them to have their copa hat uh on a Mm. dad hat which i have not Mm -hmm. seen it yet uh the uh los corazones yeah um yeah so that's a cool one as well once they drop it on a dad hat but man that's uh those two yeah biggest little city and then the corazones those are cool ones to keep an eye on
0: Awesome. I hope and just hearing you pronounce the name of their Copa brand. I hope that you have been forgiving me uh, as you've been listening to baseball by design for my Spanish pronunciation because I, you know, I recognize that it needs work.
2: No, you know, it's actually funny you say that because uh, I think you and me, we, you know, I go running and I listen to your episode. So and then you told me that you go running and listen to my episode. Yeah. I listened to it the other day and you actually do, you, you do a very good job. I got to give you kudos, my man. (laughs) You do a really good job pronouncing a Spanish word, which is, you know, a lot of the times our language can get a little, um, very difficult to, to pronounce those Spanish words. So I, you're doing a great job. Keep it going, my man.
0: You are, your, your signature persona online is that you are very kind and you are continuing to be very kind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gotta,
2: Gotta spread that positivity out there, my man. Oh,
0: you're so good at that uh ed remind everyone where they can find you at the the podcast and you on social media
2: all right so the podcast is the dad hack chronicles um you can find it on um apple podcast spotify i'm even on facebook podcast right now they have it on there yeah. which is nuts uh so i listen i am not ashamed to say i will put my podcast wherever people can find it
0: absolutely absolutely.
2: Right? that's what we're here for and yeah. then uh as far as social media I'm most active on Twitter and Instagram, so is um, at the DadHat216. Um, you can find me there. Um, tag me on when you purchase a hat. I will definitely
0: um, make
2: sure to take a look at
0: it and uh, and uh, say kudos to you. You are absolutely missing out if you are not following Ed on social media and listening to the DadHat Chronicles podcast. I am very glad to have discovered you on Twitter. Glad for our plans that we have coming up. And looking absolutely. forward to speaking to you about more teams we've already got a couple more lined up down the road and we will we'll be talking again this is uh quickly becoming one of my favorite segments on the podcast so thank you for hey, being here ed
2: as long as you have me i will come on my friend
0: <laughs> perfect thank you ed i appreciate it you're
2: welcome thanks care bud